0: Curvacraft Clothes for Men and 924 leading retail stores from coast to coast present the world's most famous detective, Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Our stories are based upon the character of Sherlock Holmes, created by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Sherlock Holmes is portrayed by John Stanley. Dr. Watson by Alfred Shirley. And the dramatizations are by Edith Meiser. Well, here we are, about to enter Dr. Watson's familiar study. Hello, what's this? We find the good doctor hanging up his Christmas holly. Not forgetting a sprig of mistletoe, Mr. Harris. <laughs> <laughs> old springs eternal, as they say. But here, help me down from this chair. My old legs aren't as agile as they were. In the days when I followed Holmes through the dungeons and up the tower stairs of old Pendragon Castle. Here we are. Oh, Uh, thanks. That sounds suspiciously like the beginning of a Sherlock Holmes yarn, Dr. Watson. It is, Mr. Harris, it is. Holmes always called it the adventure of the Christmas bride. It concerns a ghostly lady in white who was supposed to have disappeared centuries ago. The honor of a noble family and a certain Father Christmas who suddenly sang bass. And now, uh, while I fix this both of you tired poverty, suppose you tell our friends and listeners about a gift every man in our audience would welcome from Father Christmas, or as you Americans call him, Santa Claus. With pleasure, Dr. Watson. And not only from Santa Claus, a thrifty man can give himself a worthwhile gift any time if he insists on clipper craft. For clipper craft clothes, keep on giving for a long, long time. First of all, you've never seen such truly fine clothes. At such really low prices. That means you pocket the savings. That's the first gift to yourself. And they also give you superb styling, perfect fit, and long wear. Clippercraft clothes give you so very much because of the unique Clippercraft plan, concentrating the buying power of 924 of the nation's leading stores from coast to coast. That means tremendous savings in manufacturing and distribution costs. And yours are the savings this brilliant plan makes possible. Clippercraft suits are only $40 and $45. Clippercraft top coats and overcoats only $40. And sport jackets only $26.50. Craft values are so amazing, we urge you to compare them with clothes selling for many dollars more. And now how about that Christmas bride, Dr. Watson? Her name Ginevra. And she was the heir and only child of Lord Robert Neville, 10th Earl and 54th Baron Pensdagon, of Pensdagon Castle. Yes, I shall never forget my first glimpse of that ancient and somewhat forbidding edifice. The walls, gray and bleak, without their summer covering of ivy. The tall, square and defiant, with the red or rouge dragon tenon, angrily defying the winter gales. Well, as I was saying, a rather urgent message from Lord Neville on elegant embossed stationery had arrived at 221B Baker Street. Would Mr. Holmes and Dr. Watson do him the honor of a visit to Penn's Dragon over the Christmas holidays? The visit to include the wedding of his daughter, Lady Ginevra, to the immensely wealthy but slightly middle-aged Wentworth Swimmingham, which was due to occur on the second day of the New Year. Now, don't tell me the eminent Mr. Sherlock Holmes was called in to guard the wedding presents, Dr. Watson. <laughs> well, hardly, Mr. Harris. At any rate, the day before Christmas, found us the lighting from our train at a small station in the Cumberland Hills, which, as you know, are situated in the north of England. There had been a slight fall of snow. An ancient carriage with red wheels and the Neville arms on the door was drawn up to the station platform, while the anxious face of the Lord of the Manor himself... In top hat and earnup peered through one of the steamy windows. Mr. Holmes and Dr. Watson. That's right. Uh, This way, gentlemen, his lordship's expecting you in carriage. Quite a fall of snow you've had here. Aye, sir. More coming. By right, we should have brought the sleigh. Only his lordship loaned it to the vicar for tomorrow night. Vicar always pays fire to Christmas if they all on Christmas Eve, (laughs) manholders. Uh, Mr. Holmes and Dr. Watson, oh, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. How are you, I'll well, hop in before you freeze, dear. Thank you. Now, you here, Mr. Holmes. You're your friend opposite. Ah. And now then, then it back to Pen's Dragon as fast as you can. Aye, my lord. Ah, Mr. Holmes, you are doubtless curious as to why I've invited you and Dr. Watson to share our Yuletide celebrations at Pen's Dragon. To be quite honest, Lord Neville, I didn't think it was entirely for the pleasure of our society, although Watson is quite an asset when it comes to carol me. Oh, certainly not, Baritone. Oh, oh, that's good. The vicar who leads the Christmas singing is rather proud of his tenor, voice, And I may say he's not too fond of competition. Curse. Mr. Holmes, I have invited you to Penn's Dragon to make sure that nothing, nothing occurs to prevent the marriage of my daughter to Mr. Wentworth Simmingham. Why is that marriage so imperative, Lord Neville? Uh, To be brutally frank, Mr. Holmes, the Neville estates are mortgaged up to the ears. If the marriage does not go through on the second of next month, I could be bankrupt, totally bankrupt. You see, has anything occurred, Lord Neville, to make you fear that this marriage may not take place? Well, no, that is nothing definite. Perhaps Lady Ginevra hasn't been able to hide her distaste for the marriage. Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. Well, I, I wouldn't say it was a passionate attachment on either side, but they, they liked the same things. She laughed at all his jokes. What better foundation could one ask for a marriage, eh, Watson? Well, that's what I should have said. Well, everything was as smooth as silk until the Dowager Duchess of Turf gave the engagement dinner last month. It was at her suggestion that I sent you the invitation to Penn's Dragon. She's been decidedly edgy ever since Percy returned in the midst of the betrothal dinner two weeks ago. Percy? Yes, Percy is my cousin, although he's only seven years older than Ginevra. He's our next of kin. Yes. Well, as a matter of fact, he's an orphan and lived with us at Penn's Dragon until he went off to Canada to seek his fortune two years ago. If anything should happen to your daughter before she produced an heir... Would Percy Neville inherit? Yes, Dr. Watson, both the title and the estate. Percy Neville's return was unexpected, I gather. It was. Unexpected and melodramatic, to say the least. The total dinner was being held in the great hall of Penn's Dragon Castle. My daughter had just risen to return the bridegroom's toast. As she lifted her glass, a casement window was thrown violently open, and Percy walked in out of the night. like to make a toast. To my future bridegroom. Percy! What, what Good <laughs> <poor>, servant, <laughs> Percy, it you? I'm sorry to make such a abrupt ladies. Lady yes. Sir, but I came as soon as I received news of the engagement. Percy, why didn't you let us know you were coming? Let you know. Let you know when you never bother to answer my letters. But, Percy, we never received any letters. We, we thought totally you'd forgotten it. i have forgotten that that would have mattered. Percy, that's not true. You know how fond I... We are of you. How touching. Percy, this is Wentworth. Wentworth Tillingham, my future bridegroom. Oh, this is the little man they've sold you to. <laughs> Stop that. Stop it at once. I'm very fond of Wentworth. How are you, my dear Geneva? Percy, why do you look at me like that? To think you should so soon forget our family motto. May Bile, Bayless. The name never means that, you know. Nay, Bele Bayless. Let it, I take it, eh, oh, Quite. It means stoops to nothing basis, in case you've forgotten your habit, Watson. Oh, teach your grandmother to study. Tell me, Lord Neville, what happened after Percy quoted the family motto to your daughter? Uh, he stamped off to his old rooms in the tower and hasn't been out of them since. How does the Lady Denebra react to this unfriendly behavior? Oh, she says let him start. It's no concern of hers. Lady Percy, on the other hand, is thoroughly unnerved by Percy's return. Oh? That she feels sure he'll do something outrageous the day of the wedding... Poor Wentworth is as edgy as a hen on a hot riddle. Well, of course, that may be due to his encounter with a white lady. White lady? Who's she? The ghost of the first Ginevra, you know. The bride who played hide-and-seek on her wedding night and was never seen alive again. Years later, her skeleton was found in her great dower chest, still dressed in her wedding gown. She'd hidden in there, and somehow the hat must have fallen down, and she was locked in and smothered to death. seems to me I remember a rather famous poem on the subject. Oh, yes. All the, the Nevers and the Neville family have been named after her. She's supposed to walk through the hall of the castle whenever a misfortune is due to occur. Oh, cheerful, Jan, little eh, Holmes. When and how did Wentworth Swimmingham meet the lady? Well, Mr. Holmes, it seems it's his habit to knock on my daughter's door on his way to bed, to wish her good night. Last night, the wind was rather high and he couldn't seem to make my daughter hear. Suddenly, he heard a strange creaking noise down the corridor behind him, Looking round, he saw the lid of the dower chest rise. Close. Ginevra. Ginevra, my dear, it's I went for I've come to bid you good night. Ginevra, are you there? Ginevra! Who oh, the back. Good Lord, the lid of the chest is rising, there's something woman in white. She's rising out of the chair. Who are you? Nothing, Mr. Holmes. Apparently, the white figure glided past my daughter's fiancée and disappeared up the tower stairs. Hmm. What does the lady look like? Blonde? Brunette? Uh, Wentworth says her features were hidden by the bridal veil. Yes. Interesting. I suppose anyone in the house would have access to that power chest. On the contrary, Mr. Holmes. Too many people are possessed of insatiable curiosity. I keep the silly thing safely padlocked, I promise you. How many keys are there to that padlock? One, which I keep by me, here, on my key ring. Very wise precaution. I say, Holmes, your bed is even larger than the one in my room. The doctor tells me Queen Victoria slept there when she paid a visit in eighteen forty-six. Don't look so superior, Watson. Queen Elizabeth, I'm told, slept here quite a few years before that. Come in. Oh, Lady Turf, beautiful and charming as ever. and Nonsense. Glad to see you, both of you. Something's going on here. Don't like it. What sort of something are you referring to, Lady Turf? Don't know. If I did, shouldn't have said to you. Ginevra looks as if butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. Bad sign. Percy looks like a thundercloud. That works. I thought Percy had locked himself in his room and refused to see anyone. I'd like to see anyone refuse to see me. Oh, but I'm Gavin. Uh, you will want to view the premises. Yes. First of all, I'd like to inspect that dour chest. It might be interesting to investigate how a lady in white can emerge from a carefully padlocked copper. Then you don't think it was a ghost. Neither do I. So, well, what was she up to? We should be able to answer those questions better, Lady Turst, after you've had a look inside that box. I wonder if you could persuade Lord Neville to lend us the key. the key, Mr. Holmes. Lord Neville insists having it back the moment to finish with it. Oh, suspicious, old boy, eh, Holmes? Not suspicious, Dr. Watson. Fussy. Well, Mr. Holmes, why the delay? Open the silly chest. Let's see what's inside. So fast, Lady Turk, not so fast. 1st let's have a look at the lock. Every little bit of machinery. Yes, almost impossible to pick it without showing signs. There no. are no signs. Then whoever opened it, used that key. Not necessarily, Watson. But there's only one key. Lord Neville told us so. And if Robert says a thing, it's gospel. Yes. Interesting carving around the lock. The wood's very old. Naturally. Mm, Open it up. Find dial of curiosity. Very well. lock needs oiling. It hasn't been unlocked for some time. I'll remove the padlock. Here, Watson. Hold it. Now, Lady Turst, if you'll help me raise the lid. Right. Good Lord, what's that? Oh, Oh, Genevra Spaniel. Goes everywhere with her. Regular shadow. Oh, yes. Here she comes. Hello there. I'm Genevra. Well, you must be Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Delighted. Don't let me stop you, Mr. Holmes. You won't. Father told me what you're up to. I'm dying to see what's in the chest, too. Go ahead. Open it up. Oh, oh. Down the Down, boy. You see, it's a biggish box, isn't it? Yes, a woman could easily hide in there. Hmm, something uh, white and uh, satin lying on the bottom. Wonderful! It must be her wedding dress. I've always heard it was still in there. Remarkable to find it in such good condition after all these years. The remarkable thing about it, Lady Ginevra, is this dust and dirt on the hem. Watson, give me an envelope. I shall want to take a sample. But that's fascinating. I've heard simply fabulous things about you, Mister Holmes, and now I believe them. Every one. Do you? Yes, I think we've seen everything there is to be seen here. Watson, you may close the lid. And lock it. Right? There we are. Here is the key, Lady Terce. Be sure you don't lose it. Never fear. Now, Now I think we shall inspect the tower. I believe that that's where Mr. Trimmingham said his apparition disappeared. If you go up there, Mr. Holmes, you'd better take Lady Turke to protect you, in case you meet Percy. Are you sure you wouldn't care to come along, too, Lady Ginevra? Me? There's the ogre in his tent. No, thanks. The less I see a Percy in his present frame of mind, the happier I'll be. Well, good hunting. Come on, so we've things to do. Interesting, young woman. I yes, yes, yes. Very interesting. But not in the way you mean, Watson. do they go? Uh, one more landing. This must oh. be a very ancient part of the castle. Notice this strips in the tower wall, built for crossbows. Makes the whole place uncommonly drafty, if you ask me. Oh, here we are. This is the door to Percy's room. The Eagle's area, Watson. Could be a vulture. Watch yourself, Holmes. Go away. Percy, it's me. Let me in at once. It's no good, Lady Percy. I told you I was... Oh, company. Percy, look at this room. You could at least set one of the maids in to tidy up. Clothes and books all over the floor and ashes strewn everywhere. But the very best ashes from some rather fine Havana cigars, if I'm not much mistaken. Uh Aha. So this is Mr. Sherlock Holmes and his famous deductions. They told me you were coming. They? Who's they? I understood you've let no one in here, not even the maid. You've overlooked Lady Turse. Try to keep her out of anything. I didn't mention Mr. Holmes, Percy. Or did I? Don't look so suspicious, Lady Turt. I've decided to be a good boy. I've even decided to come downstairs tonight and join in the Christmas Eve festivities. Percy, that's clean in your eyes. I've known you so long. You're up to something. If you want to know what satisfying people really mean, Ask any man who wears Clippercraft clothes, he'll sing their praises. With good reason too. For values like Clippercraft amaze even clothing experts. Until you see Clippercraft clothes and try them on, you won't believe such really superb suits are possible at only $40 and $45, and such rich, long-wearing topcoats and overcoats at only $40, such very smart sport jackets at only 26.50. For just a fraction of what you'd expect to pay, you get correct styling, perfect fit, and long-wearing materials. An ingenious plan makes this all possible. The Clippercraft Plan, which concentrates the buying power of 924 of the nation's leading stores from coast to coast. You get the savings that result from this group buying at your own local independent store, the store you can trust. Selling inexpensive clothes at inexpensive low prices at the nation's finest independent stores... Is the great big idea behind the Clippercraft plan. That's why men who know insist on Clippercraft clothes. So be sure to visit the Clippercraft store in your city. And remember, that's one of the 924 leading retail stores across the nation where courtesy and friendly service are always yours. The store that is proud to add its fine name to that of Clippercraft clothes in the label of your suit, top coat, and overcoat. And remember also, not every pattern is always available in your size, but keep on trying. It will pay you to wait for Clipper Craft Clothes. Now, don't worry. The sleigh is light, and he has Dixon, the best horse in the county. Nothing can pass her, you know. Oh, dear, I hope so. <laughs> no sir, now. use the dog? He may prove to be a bit of a problem, don't you think? Goodness, I hope so. Oh, Mr. Holmes, I didn't see you behind that chair. An ancient wing chair often provides a good listening post, my dear. Now, look here, you meddling busybody. Oh, yes, please, please, you promise. Suppose you allow me to solve the problem of the dog, Lady Ginevra. Would you? I mean... Listen, slow down. The fish is driving up. He's here. Father Christmas has arrived. Open the door, Paddleford. Now then, everyone. So Good King, in. when the dust must look so down, so I'll have these dust When the snow lay round so above, <laughs> oh, my right is hot. Come along, Father Christmas. We'll take you into the dining room. You can have a hot coffee while you get out of your rags. Uh, good idea. Uh, good idea. And um, um, uh, Disguise your voice, sir, or all the children will guess who you are. Uh, that's a good idea too. Uh, uh, gather round all. <laughs> uh, bring in the Yule lot. <laughs> Father Christmas will be with you in a moment to give out the presents to all the good boys and girls. There. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. How's that? Oh, wonderful. Now, go along. Take good care of him, Percy. Never fear, my dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mr. Hanson, bring me in the new law. Come and help me set fire to it. Oh, look, oh, <laughs> Dr. Watson has caught Lady Perth under the mistletoe. Oh, I declare I've never had such a Christmas. Oh, come along, Ginazza. They're ready for you to light the fire. Oh, dear, where did I put the matches? Oh, thank you, Dr. Oh, thank you, Dr. Watson. How she burns, oh, eh? oh, lovely. I do like to toast my feet in front of a yule log. I beg your pardon, Lady Genevra. Mm-hmm. Haven't you raised your skirts a bit too high? Oh, my goodness. I forgot. Oh, Genevra, my dear. Your fiance is making quite an ass of himself. Who runs into the library every other minute to see no one's lifted one of the wedding presents. Oh, well, that's silver in your present, Lady Turf, the diamond tiara. I'll admit that tiara is a temptation. You shouldn't have given it to me, Lady Turf. It's wonderful. Not at all. The confounded nuisance. Giving me a headache for years. Glad to be rid of it. Oh, here here comes Father Christmas. Oh. Gather around the punch bowl, everyone. And we'll have a drink also before we give out the presents. Father no, uh, Christmas! That's the oh, secret. Yeah. I say, Father Christmas, I mean. Let's start on a carol. I'll drink your eggnog without a song. Right to our fair lady. God oh. bless you, Mary oh. Jane. like a good old-fashioned old mistress. don't don't you know? On hmm? comfort and, joy, comfort and joy. Not leaving us so soon. Well, uh, that is uh, a long ride home. Must get going. Uh, Don't tell the others. Uh, Wouldn't want to disturb the party. Quite. How about a hot toddy before you leave? Syrup cup, you know. Oh, I haven't time. I haven't time. I thought you might say that, so I prepared this jug full of grog. Keep it well wrapped. It'll keep you warm. It's a long, cold drive to Gretna Green, but... What, Mr. Holmes? No time to waste. On your way, Father Christmas. Think of me when you drink the grog. We will. Waffle. Waffle. Merry Christmas. And a happy New Year. Hello, what's this? Is Vicar off so soon? Uh, yes, Lord Nettle. He seemed in a hurry to get home. Oh, can't blame him. It's a cold night. Uh, Let us get inside before we freeze to death. Good idea. I right, say so uh. they're ready to start the dancing. Uh, Wentworth's trying to find Ginevra so they can lead the dancer. Help! help oh, calling? Oh, good heavens, what's that? Get i right, Someone's got himself locked in the dungeon. This way. The entrance is through the dining room. I was hoping for more of a head start. What's this? Nothing. Nothing at all. Car. this is the door to the dungeon. Let me out! Let me out, I think! The other door is bolted. Just a moment! Get me out of here! Good Lord! It's the vicar down there in his underwear. And trussed up like a New Year's goose. This is an outrage! Get me out of here! But if the vicar is here... Who drove off in this sleigh? Presumably an imposter who stole the vicar's clothes. I thought it might be, you know, when I heard Father Christmas sing bass. Say, Holmes! Holmes, where are you? Lady Ginevra, herself. We can't find her anywhere. She's disappeared, vanished into thin air. Oh, Scott. someone get the vicar out of the dungeon. I've got to find my daughter. Oh, Mr. Holmes, come quickly. has disappeared. And her dog is crouched in front of the dower chest. Howling. Oh, hurry, oh, gentlemen, the same scoundrel that locked the vicar in the dungeon has undoubtedly put Ginevra in the Dower chest. Oh I hope we're not too late, Holmes. Don't just try to break the chest open, but the dog won't let him near. There, you see? Oh, easy, 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 talk, good. Yes, yes, I know, I know what you're trying to say. We'll get her out. Oh, confound it, the key. Lady Turf, what did you do with the key? But I gave it back to you. No, you didn't. Oh, yes, you did too. I I don't like to know. No key needed. The wood's so old and the staple's so loose, it's quite possible to lift the lock right out, like this. That's it, I'll raise the lid. Great. God, there's nothing in there but a roaster's beef. Yes. Paul has made off with it, I'm afraid. That explains his interest in the chest. But if Ginevra isn't here, where is she? With Father Christmas, I imagine. They're heading to the Scottish border in the sleigh. You'll never catch them, I'm afraid. Oh, of course. She's eloped with Percy. So she did talk him wrong. Good for her. <laughs> so that's why she tailed off up the tower steps in that old bridal gown. I suspected as much when I discovered some of Percy's ashes on its hem. Ah, oh, but this is dreadful. I should be ruined. We'll have to return all the wedding presents. de dee Personally, I'll make mine a much handsomer contribution. Ginevra shall have the tiara and my emeralds as well. They're worth a king's ransom. You can always pawn them to pay off the silly debts, you know. I've been doing it for years. Lady Turf, you are an astounding female. All women are. Robert for keeping the dancers waiting. You shall lead the dancers with me, Robert. Come along. Holmes, you old fraud. I believe you knew what was going on all the time. I suspected, Watson. I suspected that when I saw the Lady Ginevra raise her ball gown and display a pair of traveling boots, I was sure. But uh, come along, Watson. We shall have to go down to the kitchen and make peace with the cook. Well, why that? For making off with Sunday's roasted beef. Something had to be done to keep the dog interested, or he'd have given the show away. Certainly was a Christmas story with all the trimmings, Doctor Watson. Glad you it, Mr. Harris. And now, while I fill up our glasses, so we can drink a Christmas toast to our listeners and our sponsors. Nothing would give me greater pleasure, Doctor Watson. All right, here's your glass, Mr. Harris. Thank you. And here to our radio friends, young and old. Merry, merry Christmas, and happiness, prosperity, and peace in the new year. Indeed, Doctor Watson, and warm greetings to all the makers of Clippercraft clothes. And now, Dr. Watson, how about just a small hint about next week's story? Next week, I think I shall tell you how Holmes and I spent New Year's Eve off the Silly Isles. <laughs> New Year's Eve off the Silly Isles? That sounds amusing, Doctor. Hair raising is the word, Mr. Harris. We were aboard the luxury liner Gigantic, expecting that any minute she would burst into flames. There's nothing more terrifying, we you know, than a fire at sea.